Hello and welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo. Every week we bring you a fresh slice of online content, sorting through the likes, the memes, the insta-queens, the swipes, the scrolls, and the Twitter trolls. Together, we're laying down our 21st century digital legacy. So sit back, relax, and buckle in. This is Earth Calling. Welcome back, Earth Callers, to your favourite new podcast. Ed and I are doing something a little different this week, which is quite exciting. It is our first ever live mm-hmm. uh, podcast session, yes indeed, uh, hosted on the platform which is the subject of this week, which is Clubhouse, the incredibly fast-growing um, audio room app. Absolutely. So... For those who are not familiar with Clubhouse, I mean, have you been living under a rock? It is blowing I mean, like, up right come now. come on, <laughs> audio rooms, Jesus, raise your hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously, though, Clubhouse is a relatively niche platform, which we've chosen because of its meteoric rise over the course of 2020 and the initial months of 2021. And before we go into our classic founder story, I thought I would just explain the app in a bit of detail because I'm, I'm aware that there will be several people listening who may not have heard of it. So Clubhouse is essentially a mixture of radio, conference call, throw in a bit of house party if you're familiar with that app, and you essentially have a social network that's based on audio chat. So the way it works is people will host a room, which is what Laszlo and I are about to attempt to do, and anybody who is on the, the app... The key word being attempt, right? Now. <laughs> we, are, we are going to attempt to host a room with no prior knowledge of the exact mechanics of hosting a room. Exactly. But we will host a room... And anybody who's on Clubhouse can join that room. So they can just drop in. And what that means is that they will then be able to hear the people who are, in inverted commas, on stage. And they will be the so-called audience. But anybody in the audience can raise a hand. And if they raise a hand, they can then be invited up onto stage. And they will then be sort of given the, the, the mic and will be unmuted and can contribute to the discussion. And it's really kind of gained a huge amount of traction over the past year. It is currently still invite only. So, you know, if you are on Clubhouse, DM us. Big DM up. us if you want invites. Uh, but, I mean, all jokes aside, I, I do have a limited number of invites and I, you have to be close friends or family to, to get one. I'd like to point out that we shared this on Instagram and I said, do feel free to get in touch if you'd like an invite. <laughs> Nobody got in touch. <laughs> so, I mean, guys, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> or they're all already on Clubhouse and will be flocking to the room later. We will be seeing them shortly, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of how it was founded, so Clubhouse was actually launched less than a year ago in April 2020, and it gained popularity early on in the pandemic lockdown months and essentially secured a very large investment from a venture capital firm called Andreessen Horowitz, which makes it sound like two Bond villains got together to come up with a venture capital fund. 
It sounds like their offices are based in Transylvania. Yes, but uh, but, but I think it's Mark Andreessen and is it Ben Horowitz maybe? But they're mm. they're essentially kingmakers in the valley, as it's known, and they decided to invest. I think 12 million into this burgeoning app last year and that's kind of propelled it to cult status in Silicon Valley where everybody is kind of on Clubhouse and talking to each other trying to get invites and it reminds me of the early days of Facebook when Facebook was initially I'm not sure if you remember this Laszlo it was essentially you had to have a, a university like obviously it starts yeah. at Harvard you have to have a harvard.edu address and mm. Clubhouse is playing off the similar scarcity phenomenon whereby you make something desirable by making it exclusive yeah. it's like getting into a really cool well cl- club I guess. <laughs> yeah you hit the nail on the head yeah it is funny isn't it how the very simple act of making it invite only just generates this enormous interest and a huge a huge degree of fomo in the kind of especially you know those tech savvy people who want to be at the cutting edge of of the latest kind of social network and it, it grew in popularity over the course of the year as more and more people started using it and it really spiked in 2021 when they started expanding the number of invites they were giving away and several very high profile people decided to just drop into various chats so elon musk decided to just hop on one evening and did an interview i mean he's just always bloody dropping in places isn't he's he? dropping in elon musk like apparently he's the most apparently he's the busiest person in the world right but he's and he's sleeping on the on the factory floor of tesla but then he's joining audio rooms that you know he's tweeting about doge coin he's founding Bloody incredible hell. companies he's got the boring company which he founded to yeah, make tunnels yeah. and he kind of liked the name because it sounded a bit ironic he had another child which which he named something like sasha spelled x a four yes. y or something how is that yeah. pronounced i mean it sounds like a password think, doesn't I, it a really I, good I, password it's, maybe it's maybe it's a password to one of his crypto wallets you never know um, <laughs> his dogecoin I, I wallet <laughs> but he he's been on and Kanye's been on Yeezy. He's he's dropped in. Yeezy. So Laszlo and I thought that we would join all of these great luminaries yes. and yes. found our own room. But so I hope that gives everybody at least a brief understanding of the platform and the premise. And we're extremely excited to drop into the house. <laughs> is that is that what it is? <laughs> drop into the club. Yeah, just o- occupy that stage. Occupy it. Just own it. Yeah, and it will be live. But Laszlo, what are your expectations? Are you feeling nervous? Well, <laughs> I, I'm not too nervous. I'm not too nervous. I think uh, I, the reason I'm not too nervous is because my expectations, based on a lot of the engagement we've had so far through our social media channels, <laughs> for example, for example, nobody requesting a bloody invite to the platform <laughs> itself, I'm expecting there to be a total of four people, me, you, and then maybe one of my close friends and just a kind of random passerby. I think we'll have a very sophisticated conversation. I think it'll be very, you know, polite. Civil. Civil, exactly. The discourse will be civil. Yeah, there'll be no cancelling. I I don't know. I, th- I think it's a bit of an unknown because I'm not sure how Clubhouse works. Maybe lots of randomers will just stumble into the room. I mean, the, the title is quite compelling, Earth Calling Live. Maybe someone's going to look at that and go, ooh. Wow. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm definitely feeling sort of uh, slight butterflies, you know, knees weak, mm. arms are heavy. Vomit on my sweater already. Mum's spaghetti. Mum's spaghetti, yes. 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 I'm Nervous, glad. That's probably, the probably the only... calm and ready to drop bombs. Oh. But he keeps on yeah. forgetting. Yeah. 
I haven't written yes. anything down actually. Save it for the save it for the the audio room Ed. Save it for <laughs> don't waste yeah. all the good jokes in it. <laughs> so should should I kick us off? Should I create this room? Um, okay, should I should I start this one then? Earth calling live. Club can't handle me. Absolutely. I was trying to think of as many club puns as I could, and I thought club can't handle me was a good one. Um, in that club. It's very good. Fifty cent. It's very very good. But let's go for it. So we're going live in one minute. I'm gonna tap the button. Okay. Let's let's do it. Starting the room. We are officially live. I've been asked to go to the room. Here we go. I'm entering. There we go. I'm on the stage. There we go. How exciting. <laughs> yeah, your audio is coming through loud and clear, which is excellent. Good. I, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping that everybody will be able to get the silky smooth audio. There's nobody with us. Should I just leave quietly? Leave you to it. <laughs> a button that we have available to us, by the way. Leave quietly. Oh, somebody's just joined. Here we, we go. First, yes, we have our first... Um, Participant. <laughs> well, hang on. Just to explain what we're seeing, by the way, we've just seen a little kind of profile picture pop up in a section below the stage. Um, this person is called Toby. I hope they don't mind that we've just outed them. Um, and yeah, they at, at the moment they can't unfortunately speak just because we haven't invited them to the stage. Yeah, the organic reach isn't quite what I. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be uh, quite inorganic. Yeah, it's Sunday afternoon. People are busy. Absolutely. Sunday afternoon in a pandemic when it's, you know, on my side of the world, it's a pretty grisly day, so you're definitely in. <laughs> he hasn't raised... Oh, okay, he's on. But now we have our um, our only listener who has joined us on stage. And uh, why don't you perhaps, perhaps sort of introduce yourself or what's what's been your experience of Clubhouse to date? Are you a, are you a Clubhouse veteran or a bit of a bit of a newbie? I don't, I don't want to disclose too much personal information because I've got a strong personal brand to protect but i'm a long time listener first time caller on earth calling <laughs> and uh, on clubhouse probably a kind of fifth or sixth time listener <laughs> so you're a true super fan but i think you know the 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 aim that we we, we sort of laid out a bit of uh, a bit of a structure as to what we wanted to discuss <laughs> yeah i just want to say that a lot a lot of pre-prepared for this show did sort of necessitate a minimum of at least four not asking a great deal, but uh, given that we only have one, I think it's going to be a more kind of uh, interesting Thanks. Yes. Your listener base 100% minute over minute. Exactly. So, we, you know, it's, it's all about this exponential growth, and that's um, that's what we're all about. So, I think, no, like my experience of it has been pretty random. Like, there seems to be a lot of and a lot of noise, um, a lot of random chat going on. But I think it has the potential to be a super interesting platform. Like if you think about what it's trying to do, it's essentially trying to disintermediate mainstream media from conversations. And so, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. And if you're, if you want to go direct to the public, let's say you're Elon, um, wonderful Elon Musk, and you want to speak directly without having some journalist put their own spin on what you have to say, you can just join a room on Clubhouse and be guaranteed that thousands of people will quite literally drop in because, well, you're Elon Musk, and uh, I wish we had the same pulling power. But um, but you can be you can be guaranteed that people will join, and so that removes the necessity to have the Financial Times reporter who interviews you and then puts their spin on things and gives you a direct channel of communication, which I think is really powerful. Um, I don't know if you yeah, whether you guys share that view or whether you think it's going to be successful as a result of that or for any other reasons 
Absolutely. And, and I actually think uh, with that in mind, given the fact that we are now basically three on stage and only one person in the audience, I, I thought we could also invite the person in our audience to... Sure, let's, yeah, we can we can have our final audience member up and uh, <laughs> see exactly. see if he's been exactly. on Clubhouse at all or has yes. any anything you'd like to share about the platform. I think you can, can you raise your hand or no, how does it work? You just get invited. Invited, James. Yeah. Um, Toby's, of course, shared his views, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think James might have gone AFK. <laughs> That's away from keyboard. Isn't it? <laughs> he's in listen-only mode. That's absolutely fine. You know, he's, he's dialed in as, as an earth caller to listen to, to some top quality chat on a Sunday afternoon and, and, and what top quality chat he's getting. But I think, you know, it does have the potential to be a really, really interesting platform. But I think that what they're going to have to do is get a lot better at moderating and surfacing good content because if you just browse through the homepage, there's not actually that much that I thought looked super interesting and so I think yeah they'll get to a point where the content curation is much more like Facebook potentially where it kind of suggests things really really relevant to you that will be a lot better. Well I'm actually quite apprehensive or just quite scared about the uh, the moment you know, Clubhouse starts to push uh, ads at you mm. and what, what that looks like in this context, in a kind of audio room context. But I think, because I think, I think it kind of, yeah, it's almost like an, a verbal Twitter or like a, if, if there's a room of people tweeting, but verbally or orally, like that's kind of how I would, that's how I would pitch it. But yeah. there's also a question, of course, about post-COVID, like does anybody actually want to listen in to this kind of thing like or is it just the case that everybody's at home with their airpods in sitting around doing not a great deal and therefore there's definitely definitely an element of that i mean clubhouse has been the fastest i think one of the fastest excluding healthcare companies company like one of the fastest tech companies to reach a billion dollar valuation which is basically insane given that it was founded less than a year ago and has already reached that valuation despite not having generated a dollar in revenue which is kind of nuts toby do you, do you have any um any thoughts on that i'm just uh, buying buying a smoothie in a supermarket so probably not let me cut you off there toby from our, from from the people up on stage we really expect them to be quite committed <laughs> engaged <laughs> we don't we don't need them to be buying smoothies you know this uh, there's a lot at stake but please continue there's been another kind of on podcast joke about acai smoothies. I'm literally about to buy one, so I'm just catering to every group. But I'll, I'll be fully attentive and mask, not not wearing a mask in about five minutes. So he's okay. buying an uh, acai, an yeah. acai avocado blend, yeah. probably. Our, update our panelist, our, our only <laughs> non earth calling panelist is currently buying a smoothie in Sainsbury's or wherever he is. <laughs> Probably not in Sainsbury's. I hope it's in something far more kind of organic and and uh, yeah. independent. In UK in a while. So just to refresh where we are to our non-live listeners, <laughs> just to recap, to refresh the room, as I believe is good etiquette on Clubhouse. Let's just yeah. take a minute and pause and refresh the room. We should give a sense of where we are. So Lazo and I have set up this very exciting live room. We're 15 minutes in. We've got three listeners in the house, as it's known, in that club. And yep. we are going to proceed with our episodes as normal, but live for the benefit of our expansive audience this lovely Sunday afternoon. And to anyone in the audience, if you do fancy joining us on stage at any point, do feel free to raise your hand and you'll be invited up and given the mic. But Laszlo, so as usual, 
we have a segment, an ever-growing, ever-popular segment on this well, podcast. Exactly. I, I'd call it the number one rated segment on this podcast. Um, <laughs> it's been in that position for six weeks now, uh, and it's really not going to be dislodged until the next segment, i.e. the second segment, appears, which is, of course, Laszlo's Listicles, where I kind of quiz Ed on uh, some fun list i find on the internet related to the, the social media platform that we are talking about we should probably and do a jingle by the way for laszlo's listicles i can imagine thanks. perhaps somebody could send in a fan could send in maybe a submission that's like laszlo's discals laszlo's discals boing boing and then we can do that for the intro every time that sounds a bit like the harry potter song you know the <laughs> cerberus <laughs> dumbledore yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um less about snake mate because yeah we know that's a sore subject touchy subject <laughs> Yes, yes, uh, Ed did admit that I do a better Alan Rickman than him, if, uh, just to fill you in. But basically this week, I have a slightly different idea. You know, the Lazarus Discord format is ever-changing, it's very flexible, so it's... It's fluid. It's fluid, it's very, very fluid. And this week, it's actually going to be in the form of a quiz. Mm. Um, a quizstical. What we did plan for this in a scenario where we had, a, <laughs> let's say, at least a respectable number of people in the audience, uh, three plus, uh, this to be a contest between Ed and a, and a listener. But I, we do have a, a couple of listeners in the in the booth, let's say the audience booth. So if one of them would like to raise their hand and partake in this quiz, please do now. I can also join if the background noise is not too loud. Um, Absolutely. Half, half my brain as I search for okay. So now I'm, I'm onto I'm onto cottage cheese by now. If that's a good update for listeners. Is that gonna Is that gonna feature in your smoothie or just separate? <laughs> separate, separate okay. versions, I promise. Because I can imagine cottage cheese really thickening, thickening it out quite nicely. Uh, I'm a big fan of kefir, um, which yeah. is of course very in at the moment. A kefir kombucha hybrid smoothie might be a lovely way to top up wow. your hydration on a Sunday afternoon. Okay, so so what we're going to do is we're going to go through this, this quiz. There's eight questions, and they're all related to social media, so they're kind of trivia questions about the world of social media. And I think what I'll do is I'll basically alternate questioning our two panellists, one of whom is Ed, of course. <laughs> but I, I, I do notice that we've had a, a fellow audience member who's taken up the mic, who's decided to hop in. So should we, should we fling a question over? Oh, quite a lot of background noise there. Hello, welcome Sorry. to the stage. No, welcome. I'm on the tube, my apologies. Oh my god, everybody's just multitasking. <laughs> no, but in my head, everybody would be sort of lying in the bath at home, you know, with this sort of piped in to a, a beautiful speaker. In actual fact, we've got, you know, people drinking kefir smoothies and trying to get about their day on a Sunday on the tube. So are you streaming that ultra-fast, juicy virgin media Wi-Fi? I mean, I've been on... From below ground, it sounds like. Yeah, amazing. So you're not... Yeah, apologies to our listeners who won't be getting that sort of crisp, high-fidelity welcome to Earth Calling. We're your hosts, Ed and Laszlo, that you look forward to every Wednesday. But, you know, these are the perils, as we've said, of of the live clubhouse drop-in, drop-out. Right, Toby, you ready? I'm ready. I want you to tell me who the individual is with the highest number of YouTube subscribers. Okay, there's a guy you referenced last week on the previous episode. I'm really flexing my knowledge of the podcast here. I think he's called something like PewDiePie or PewDiePie. I don't wow. think he is, but maybe it's him. Right, uh, James, under a bit of pressure, you're 1-0 down. And the next question is the following. 
it's actually kind of a toughie, but um, I want you to list these three social media, social media celebrities in order of most followers on Instagram to fewest followers. And the three celebrities are Kim Kardashian, Kendall, and Kylie Jenner. Amazing. Kylie, yeah. Kylie, I think Kylie followed by Kendall, followed by Kim. Okay, so you got the top one right. Cosmetics billionaire uh, is is the top follower. She's got two hundred and twenty million. But then, unfortunately, second is actually Kim with two hundred and ten million. And then third is uh, Kendall, who's actually quite quite way behind uh, her sister with one hundred and fifty five million. Mm. I'll give you a third of a point. Currently, <laughs> one to a third. Um, okay, so you know this 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 uh, quiz is very much still in the balance. We go back to Toby. He's, he's currently he's currently um, nurturing a nice one to a third lead. Toby, your question is: In what year was the social media app Bebo founded? Well, I had a page, and it was pre Facebook. Facebook was start. We started getting on it in around two thousand and. 2007 or 8, so Bebo several years before that. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say 2004. Oh, that is close. That is close. It's 2005, unfortunately. I can't give you the point, but good logic. I liked your thought process. You know, if this was a, an interview for a management consultancy firm, you'd probably get the job. But uh, Lazo Sisticals is a brutal, brutal sport. Yeah, well, tell me about it. God, I've been at the I've been at the sharp end of these listicles for many a week, and they they can be bloody tough. So no, good effort, mate. Well tried. Anyway, look, we do have an important thing to get back to, which is you know we're mid battle here in, in the listicles game. James is currently you know he's down a third to one, and the next question uh, is the following, and I'm going to give you a point. <laughs> I'm going to give you a point if you guess this to the nearest 200 million this is quite a hard question James how many monthly active users does Facebook have so if you get within 200 million I'll give you the point it's probably something inconceivably high given how many people actually have internet probably something like 2.5 billion final answer yeah final answer James you have won the million. I don't know how he does exactly, but you got the answer right. I, my Chris Tarrant falls quite short, but well done. It's 2.7 billion, and you got within 200 million. Wow, that's impressive. Nice. Right then, Toby. Now, this is actually, I think, uh, the penultimate question, and this question is as follows. What is the, the current most viewed YouTube video in the world? Should I give you three options for this one? That would be ideal. Okay, okay. So... Number one, is it the music video for Despacito, the, the you know viral sensation? Despacito. Is it the music video for WAP? Or um, I don't know what it stands for, what I do actually, but I'm not going to say it on this room. Uh, wet Ass Podcast. Wet Ass Podcast by Cardi B. Or is it um, the, the, the music video for the popular children's uh, nursery rhyme, Baby Shark? Baby Shark. Do, 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 do. Oh, it's such a good choice. I have actually seen all three, which I feel is quite. I saw the. I think that, I've seen the one, the one after the other one. When you say you think, when you say you think you've seen the WAP video, Toby, let's be honest. I mean, you know if you've seen it or not, mate. Have you seen it? It's it's it's, it's from memory, pretty NSFW. <laughs> you can say that. You can say that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Baby Shark, but I've got no idea. 
is Baby Shark. Wow. <laughs> Baby Shark has got 8.1 billion views. That is terrifying. The, the second behind it is, in fact, um, the, um, the very same uh, Despacito. Wow. So Toby has now moved on to, to two points. So this is this is a clincher now. If, if James can answer this correctly, then he will take the crown. The question is, how many people is Ed following on Instagram? I want you to tell me if he follows 76 people, 235 people, or 396 people, and no cheating. Can, can I have a clue as to how many people he is uh, following him? Was that, was that the data from before? What do we reckon? Just to give that information out? Yeah, throw him a bone. Okay, you, you get the bone thrown. The, the, the number that he is followed by is 367. Okay, so he's a relatively active, active user. I reckon, I, reckon, <laughs> I reckon it's the 300 number, 300 and whatever you said. 396? Oh, yeah, that's quite high, though, isn't it? That's a lot of people. Well, this yeah. is this is how many people, to, to be clear, though, this is how many people I'm following, right? So. Well, you know, he's, he's a, a podcast host. He likes to curate content from multiple sources. So I think he would want to spread his net wide there. Yeah. Uh, so around 400 <laughs> people sounds, sounds reasonable to me. Okay. Well, I can reveal that you have just won the title of live listicle champion because, indeed, Ed follows 396 people. So, well done, James. Huge performance. Round of applause from everyone on the panel here. That was great. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'm doing the hand wave that I do on Zoom when I'm on a, I'm on oh, yeah. a team Zoom. Ah, yeah. Hand wave. Congratulations. So we can give you a sort of a virtual... Well, you know, the, let's just say that the Bitcoin's in the post, mate. <laughs> um, so we, we, we do indeed have uh, someone else um, in, the, in the room. Should we, should we, seeing as, you know, there's not too many people queuing up to speak on stage, should we invite them up? Well, yeah, I mean, we don't want to put pressure on people, but very, very welcome to us. Yeah. It's real. So, so yeah. New panelists, please introduce yourself for our, for our listeners. Uh, hello. Well, so, I mean, first of all, thank you so much for the honour of choosing me amongst the, the myriad choices you could have you could have gone for from the audience. Um, uh, I am James, uh, also James, James Two. I guess I'm no longer James in the audience, so I don't know what the right uh, way of differentiating my James. Just James Two is good. James Two. J Two. J Two O. Very happy to be here. Fantastic. And where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from within my mosquito net in Juba, South Sudan. Wow! So, so we one could say Earth Calling has cracked the African market. I think I think James James too thinks that's a reach. Uh, and uh, and what we what we wanted to move on to next was um, a, a, a game which I thought up um, related to kind of some of the things that Ed and I accidentally end up doing on a lot of our episodes, which is impersonating people and doing accents. Uh, which is probably quite infuriating for everyone who listens to our podcast, but no, oh, here um, we here we yeah. bloody go. No, so so basically, I think you know Ed and I will be the participants. Let's just say that, and and one of you two um, can in turn, I guess, or one of you three, sorry, in turn can propose a nationality. So, James, why don't you start with you, James? Too. Uh, I would like to propose the nationality of Welsh. Right. Okay. <laughs> Lasso, you yeah, you, you want to kick us off, or well, well, I might want to kick us off. Of course, because, you know, it's been a while since I did my Welsh accent, but I, I do feel it's vaguely acceptable. 
That was not great. That's not too bad, not too bad. It needs to be a little bit more, uh, little bit more topsy-turvy, up and down, a bit more like that. You're in the valleys, last low. You need to be going up and down, up and down the hills. Lovely. Uh, uh, or you've got kind of uh, Anthony Hopkins, who's a bit, uh, just a little bit of Welsh, but uh, man, the Welsh right. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think Welsh, yeah, Welsh is, is one that we, well, I, I thought that was all right from you, Laszlo, I think. Uh, how, how, how did we, how did we um, perform, James? Well, I mean, I was transported to you know the, the rolling green hills of Wales. Uh, I, I thought that Ed's uh, performance was a bit more. more like, I felt slightly more like it was a real person talking <laughs> rather than a kind of uh, Welsh muppet. Uh, <laughs> you, you watch your bloody words, James. I'll have you an audience member in a in a in a Okay, should we should we have another one? What do we think? Yeah, uh, Toby. How about you propose a, 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 a nationality? I'm I'm going to go for Northern Irish, but but if it gets if it gets too close to any impersonation from the film of speeches from the film uh, taken, then I'll, I'll disqualify. I love it. That's great. Just some context for the Earth caller. Again, you know, this guy knows his Earth calling. <laughs> The difference between Northern Irish and Irish is is um, I sort of get them mixed up. So one of them is far more kind of like that. Is that kind of uh, is that a Londonderry? Uh, is that is that Southern Irish or is that Northern? And then you add a much more like I've just essentially just changed the tone of my voice. I don't know why I've, I've I haven't really changed the accent. I've just changed the pitch, but. Uh, I, I sort of if if you let her if you let her go now that'll be the end of it. Now is that is that is that there's also that that bad guy in Peaky Blinders. Where's he from? Is he he's is he Northern Irish? No, the, no. You obviously haven't watched it, mate. The baddie in the first season. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I'm afraid I, I really flop in terms of my understanding of North versus um, Ireland itself. But I'll let you go for it and show me show me the ropes. Well, the thing about Northern Ireland is you got to carry you on the farm, and every weekend you got to go out and well hang on i also love it how you took on james's feedback and decided to try and create a bit of a persona there and give us a bit of a backstory to patrick i'm reeling from james's feedback i'm hurt and i'm trying to do the best i can to address his comments reeling and hurling to irish activities I've been a cow, uh, milking the cow. There's some great videos on YouTube, though, of people doing Irish accents. Well, not doing Irish accents, people who are Irish speaking. <laughs> and, and you can, you really, it's really very difficult to understand. There's a great one of an Irish shepherd who's explaining that his flock has, has gone missing. And he says, Oh, no, I don't have to laugh. Well, you both missed that. You both used the best word, cow, but you both went for kind of southern. Uh, twist on it, you'd be looking for a kind of koi, koi, koi kind of sound. Koi do not like a koi. As in, um, as in, it take you much further north. As in koi carp. Uh, not a koi. I mean, uh, they would probably say koi carp as in a very. You'd confuse a koi carp and a, and a cow carp uh, if that is a breed of carp. Were you to ask a, a, a sort of an Ulsterman to list them? And they say no. Ride a bike, no. no. Like, it's 
like this Asai thing is like really kicking off here. And like when I go to the beach and I take my board with me, I need to have like my smoothie in one hand and like my mobile in the other. So I'm texting and smoothieing, and then I got my fucking cottage cheese and kombucha. I don't know what that turned into. That that to me that to me was quite sort of um, L.A., which of course is only a couple of hundred miles from San Diego. But let's not you know let's get into the specifics. I think James wanted a San Diego, and I think. Very well, much the difference I'm looking for. Very yeah, much. the, the nuance. Mention, mention of mobile there was interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot wrong. I, I'm, I'm really struggling <laughs> to, to tie in my narratives with my accents and take on board all the feedback that's coming from, frankly, quite you know, critical. <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought it was a safe space up here. Clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> so the interesting thing about San Diego is that it is obviously south of LA and therefore that bit closer to Mexico. But I don't think that that manifests itself in the accent. But I think that it is a wider kind of moral lilting, kind of back of the throat, a bit more like that. Um, it's not the kind of, oh my God, kind of twangy, that kind of LA girl, valley girl. Um, I've made it sound rather like a computer. But I think it's more it's more laid back. It's a little bit more, um, as I say, from the from the back of the throat and... Has the San Diego lifestyle is pretty chill. Um, the weather there is exceptional all year round, and people spend a lot of time in the great outdoors. It's not too far, as they said, from Mexico. So the cuisine has a very interesting mixture between some of the great avocado-based dishes of Southern California, or as I call it, SoCal, and some of the Mexican cuisine that you would, of course, find just across the border. I don't actually know, to be honest, uh, if that's what people from San Diego sound like. I'm sure we'll be corrected. Yeah, James, what's your expertise on the, on the matter? I think, I think maybe somewhere halfway in between the two. I'd say Ed maybe has moved a little bit, a little bit east of yeah. San Diego, perhaps. He's always heading east, Ed. <laughs> you know, with those Americans. He's always pining for the, the south, basically, Ed. Well, I'm, I'm always pining for my southern accent to kind of swell its way back into the room. But uh, but no, I mean the the East Coast is is my bread and butter. That's your that's your Boston's. That's your, your New York's. Your Boston's. Um, yeah, I tell you where's very difficult is the Minnesota and all of that kind of North Dakota. A bit more Canadian kind of um, oh okay um, that kind of thing. Well, that's what they speak like, mate. Welsh man who got lost on a trip down. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much for those suggestions. Um, Ed, what do you reckon? What's, uh, what's our next movement? I think that's, uh, yeah, that's a wrap in that case, unless there's any other questions. But thanks so much, guys, for, for tuning in. Exceptional accents, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate Great, it. I, I just want to you know, you know, make sure that you guys didn't feel too, too, too downtrodden after some of the criticisms towards today's accents. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, one of my favourite parts of the show. Oh, excellent. Well, there we go. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and I will return with with higher quality. I promise that. <laughs> That's already better. So we are now offline. We have left the room. We've dropped out of the club. I must say it was a very <laughs> exclusive club, um, despite us being really rather open net in our approach. Uh, Laszlo, how did you find the experience? Well, yeah, like you said, you know, we didn't know what to expect. I think it did sort of match the the expectations that I voiced before dropping into the room, which is that we would have a couple of core listeners join. Mm. Um, 
I think it, I think it was quite amusing though. I think it, it still is a really great way to just you know have a few people in this stage setting and pitching in when they want to, involving them in a discussion when when you know when necessary. Everyone can just mute themselves whenever they want, so they're not compelled to speak. Um, I thought it was it was pretty interesting. I, I um, you know obviously I got sledged for my accents that that will take a few days to to get over, but. Like I say, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to just going back to the drawing board and practicing them in in my um, in my bedroom to myself in front of the mirror. I would agree. I think that it was extremely interesting to just see how it all functioned, and I really do think that there is a space for this kind of platform in the future. And the people who joined did actually seem to enjoy the experience of tuning in and contributing. So. It was great. I mean, our highfalutin hopes of having an audience of, you know, 10 to 100 people was perhaps slightly misguided in that I think the maximum that we hit was about seven. Um, and yep. there were a few people who dropped in and then dropped out absolutely instantly. <laughs> my but... favorite my favorite was, um, I, I noticed at one point, someone joined the room who was just called Sailor. Yes. Um, and they had a kind of anime profile picture. Um, yes, that was, was a bit sketchy. I yeah. would also note something that I found very amusing was that I wouldn't be surprised if some of our listeners think that all of the characters on that show were actually me and you because <laughs> it was just ridiculous. It was James, who was then joined by James, and we had yeah. someone called Toby, and yeah. everybody sounded pretty similar and I was know. spouting quite self-indulgent stuff. So I, it was. I fairly... do want to say that. I do want to say, you know, exactly that. Look, at Earth Calling, we aim to be as representative as possible, but it, it, it's difficult when, you know, certain things we can't control happen, which mm. is, for example, only uh, only males, for example, joining the panel. We, yeah. we would love to have a female panelist. So next time that we do a Clubhouse, uh, next time we do a Clubhouse live session, please do actually join us. It was a really fun experience, regardless of how many people turned up. And it's a really great way to just uh, chat and uh, interview people. But... I think, unfortunately, that is all we have time for on this very special live slash not live episode of Earth Calling. We do hope you've enjoyed it. And as ever, please do give us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a download on Spotify to keep up to date with all of the latest content. And give us a follow on Instagram at earth underscore calling underscore pod. Indeed, and please do join us next week as our content wagon trundles on through the nebulous world of online content to a new platform. So please do pop on your headphones, organise your playlists, and hop into bed with Ed Sheeran and us, although maybe don't picture that part, as we look at the mammoth streaming service Spotify. But for now, Earth out.